Hey everyone, it's Beth McCord with your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're going to help you to discover who you are with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. And a few ways that we do that here at Your Enneagram Coach is on our website at yourenneagramcoach.com. In the upper right-hand corner, you can take our free assessment to start in finding your main type. Now, another way to learn about your type and to learn more about the Enneagram is our course called Discovering You. This is a great way to learn what the Enneagram is, how to use it, and to definitely land on your main type. Once you've found your type, we recommend that you get Exploring You. This is where I coach you through five sessions with guide sheets that break down your personality into bite-sized lessons so that you can learn, stretch, and grow without becoming overwhelmed. Then for those of you that are in relationships, our Becoming Us course is for you. There are 45 courses because there are 45 couple types. And we have a course just for the two of you. And I'm going to help you to know what it's like when you are struggling and what it's like for when you guys are growing. But for those of you that want to be a certified Enneagram coach and help and bless others, then our Becoming an Enneagram Coach course is the one for you. Basically, we got you guys covered from beginning all the way to advance. In this basic episode, before we get into all the other ones, is on type five. We're going to help you to understand why fives think, feel, and behave in their particular ways, ways that they struggle, and areas that they can grow in, and if you have a five in your life, how to relate to them better. All right, so let's dive into type five and learning more about the type fives in our life or if you're a type five yourself. And when we do this, we're always wanting to look at the core motivations because the core motivations help us to understand why a type five or any type thinks, feels, and behaves in particular ways. And the core motivations is the core fear, what you're always running away from or trying to prevent. The core desire, what you're always trying to obtain. Life will be perfect if we have this. We have the core weakness, which is also called the passion or the deadly sin. This is what trips us up all the time. It's our Achilles heel, the thorn in our side. But the good news is, is that God is the one who replenishes us, the one that helps us to get out of this weakness and this rut. And that's why we have to go back to him time and time again, because though we are weak, he is strong and his grace is sufficient for us. And then we have a core longing, a message our heart always longs to hear. We've wanted this since a little kid and we try to get it from the world or people and they just can't do it right, right? Because they weren't designed to. Only Christ was designed to do that, the spring of living water. And I'm going to show you how Christ has done that for the type fives. So for type fives, their core fear is being annihilated, invaded, not existing, being thought of as incapable or ignorant, having obligations placed on them, and their energy being completely depleted. Basically, they fear catastrophic depletion of those inner resources. Now, they desire to be knowledgeable, insightful, capable, and competent. Now, their core weakness is avarice, and avarice usually means greedy with money, but that is not what this is meaning here. In the Enneagram, it's meaning that the fives feel that they lack inner resources and that too much interaction with others 
will lead to catastrophic depletion of their inner resources. So you're going to find them withholding themselves from contact with the world so that they can minimize their needs and hold on to all of their resources. So think of the five as a cell phone battery that you've plugged in all night. And normally you wake up and you unplug and you've got 100%, right? Well, for the five, they wake up and they unplug and they have 20 to 25% interactive battery life for the whole day. And if that's all you've got for the whole day, you're going to ration out how you interact with others and what you do throughout the day. And you're also going to want to know what's expected or what's on the schedule. Therefore, you're not going to want intrusions, surprises, obligations thrown at you, because that can deplete you of your energy resources that you weren't expecting. So for those of you that have type fives in your life, if you just kind of show up at their office and start talking or putting stuff on their plate, or if you're at home and your kids are just kind of pulling at you and you weren't expecting that you thought you had some time to be alone or whatever the situation is, that can drain the battery life very quickly. Just like if someone only had 5% on your cell phone and someone wanted to come up and took your phone and started streaming something live, you wouldn't allow that, right? Because you've got several hours left in the day and you don't know when you're going to plug in. So you're going to put up some pretty strong boundaries and tell them to use their own phone. Well, that's what it's going to feel like inside the five, that they only have so much to give. And here's the thing. It feels as if there's catastrophic depletion or it's on the horizon. Now, for a lot of us, we kind of like, yeah, I'm getting kind of depleted or I need some time alone to recharge. That's not what the five is feeling. This feels much bigger than that. As if, if it goes to 0%, I can never recharge it again. And so you're going to find the fives really holding to their boundaries so that they have time to recharge. And you're going to sense a sense of uh, anxiety if those inner resources are depleted too much. But vibes also love to gain a lot of insights and knowledge that helps them to feel secure. Uh, Now, what the fives long to hear is that your needs are not a problem. See, for the type five, their needs feel like these huge, massive boulders. That's hard for them to even carry or move. Why would they want to give this to anyone else? But here's the thing, fives. Christ satisfies your core longing because your needs are not a problem to him. And he is the God of the entire universe who made not only the stars and the sky and the galaxies, but all the way down to the atoms. For him, your needs are not a problem. In fact, it is a delight and a joy for him to be there for you, to help you, to assist you, to give you what you need. And and think about it. He left his throne to come and to be able to give of himself to the point of death to rise again, all so that you could have everything you've ever needed through his life, death and resurrection. So it was his joy to bring you exactly what you needed. And then he is the spring of living water, though you feel absolutely depleted, come to him and to recharge through how he can replenish you, which is exactly what you're actually really wanting. And so for fives, what we really are hoping is that you will feel that pure satisfaction inside 
of the resources that Christ has to offer you versus what the world has to offer you. Now, to get to know fives just a little bit more, you're going to want to understand that fives had this insatiable thirst for learning, knowing, thinking, and gaining as much information as they can about the world around them. They are the observers of the world, but they also feel like the world can be very intrusive and overwhelming. They feel that it places a lot of demands on them that depletes them of those energy reserves I was talking about. So what you're going to find with fives is that they have this intense desire to kind of hoard and control their own environment, which means it can actually harm and damage relationships if the other person or people don't understand why they're either withdrawing or isolating themselves from interaction, uh, being a part of the community they may not see what the needs are of the five. And that's why it's so important for us to understand one another at our core level. When you realize that the fives need time alone to process their thoughts and feelings, and that's how they recharge and not experience this devastating catastrophic depletion, it allows you to ask them good questions like, hey, I want to really go to the movies or I want to go hang out with Sue and Jane, but where, where's your battery life? Like, what do you need? Do you need some time alone to recharge before we go out? Is this something that you feel that you're able to do? Just these kinds of questions, understanding at the core what the five is struggling with is so helpful. And it helps the fives to know when they can go and recharge and have that freedom to do that, which actually will help that recharge probably go a little bit quicker so that they can come out and be reconnected once again with others. We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, it's here. Registration is open for Enneagram for Moms cohort. Yes, from May 6th to May 13th, you can grab your spot to be in one of the cohorts with moms of the same Enneagram type, plus with a certified Enneagram coach leading the way. Wouldn't that be the most amazing thing to be with like-minded moms who really understand what it's like to be on your journey as a mom from your type? Yes, it will feel so validating, reassuring, affirming, encouraging. You don't have to mom alone anymore. Go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts to grab your spot today because there's only 25 spots available for each cohort. Now we have a cohort for all nine types in the daytime and one in the evening, but when the spots are filled up, they're gone. So grab your spot today at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts. The groups start the week of June 10th and go until the week of July 29th. There are 90 minute sessions and there's eight of them. Plus you'll get a free Facebook group community where you can continue the conversation with one another. Join today. Now fives are typically having their focus of attention on detaching their emotions and observing the world to maintain these boundaries that I've been talking about so that they don't experience the catastrophic depletion internally that they fear so much. And not only that, fives can think that the more knowledge they obtain and bring into their own world, the more security and 
independence that they will experience. But just like everyone else, fives are going to have their great days and their not so great days. So they're going to be healthy, sometimes in this autopilot average zone, and sometimes in an unhealthy pattern. And we can use this understanding as a rumble strip, like on a highway that wakes you and alerts you when you're veering off course, so you don't land into those same common pitfalls. And so with the levels of alignment with the gospel, what we're hoping is that this would be a rumble strip for you type fives, but also those that aren't type fives to recognize when this is happening and to help graciously, kindly, and mercifully help them and guide them back into their best and healthiest direction. Now, when a type five is aligned with the truth of the gospel, this means that they know, believe and trust in their true identity in Christ, which is they're his beloved. And they're going to act this out because it's what they believe and trust in. And so what you're going to find when fives are at this amazing place is that they're going to generate tremendous insights and understanding because they're observing so many new things that most people don't even notice. And then they create these amazing innovations or have new bodies of knowledge that they've really poured themselves into. See, fives enjoy bringing in information, kind of pulling apart and putting it back together again, even if it's in a totally new way, which is fascinating. And so what you're going to see is they're also going to be able to connect more with others because they know that they will be re-energized and their resources restored by Christ himself. And that helps their heart to be more at rest versus feeling more vigilant to protect their boundaries and space. Now, we definitely want them to recharge. They need time alone to process their thoughts and feelings. So that definitely is something we want them to do. But when they are doing this at a level of knowing that Christ is the one that replenishes it versus other things, they will be replenished in ways they never thought possible. Now, just like all of us, our mind and our heart can start to wander off from that truth of who we are in Christ, though our relationship status doesn't change. Our behaviors, what we do can change. And this is when we become misaligned with the truth of the gospel or living in our own strength. So at this place, fives are going to start to forget that Christ will supply all of their needs. And then they fear that if they share their needs with others, that others could reject this need or overwhelm and intrude on their space too much. And so they're going to put up some strong boundaries to protect themselves from others becoming too invasive. So they're going to withdraw, remain more private, guarded, and want their own independence. But this detachment from others can lead to them hoarding their own inner resources and harming relationships around them because they're detaching too much. Now, when a five is starting to really struggle and getting into more unhealthy patterns, they are out of alignment with the truth of the gospel, thinking and believing and operating as if they're an orphan all alone in life. And it's here where five's minds can really start to veer off course and they actually can frighten themselves with their own deep haunting and conspiratorial thinking. See, they fear that others are actually planning to harm them. So they're kind of um, on the lookout. You know, what are people going to do? What's going on? And can become very cynical with life around them. Their thoughts can actually become distorted. And this actually 
creates them to be even more isolated than they were before, which can lead to detaching from reality. But here's the great news. All of us can have seasons of health, average and unhealth. And when we recognize that the one that brings us back to health, which is Jesus Christ himself, it allows our hearts to rest and depend and surrender on him. And through him, we can move up the levels of alignment to become our healthiest versions. Now, some other things to note about the type fives is the wings. Now, the wings are the two numbers on either side of your main type. So for the type five, it's the four and the six. Now, the five doesn't become a four or a six. Our wings enhance our main type. They bring in attributes. Now, think of it like salt and pepper. And the type five is a filet mignon, perfectly cooked, right? Well, when we season it well, so when the type five is healthy, and they're using their salt and their pepper or their wings in a healthy manner, it's going to draw out the best aspects of the five using some of the key aspects of their wings, the four and the six. But if we are unhealthy or not so healthy, we're going to over season or under season. And that doesn't help us with our own main type as well. So let's take a look at this real quick. If you are a type five, and you use more of the type four wing, this is where the fives begin to withdraw and they can become subject to this inner intellect and emotions. All right, so let's look at the type five who uses more of a four wing. See, both these types withdraw and they move inward to their intellect and emotions. The fives lack the confidence to do, but the fours feel something is fundamentally missing inside them. So this can make it really difficult for them to connect with people, and they need a lot of time to recharge alone. Therefore, they're not quite as sociable, and they're much more cerebral. But because they have this strong four wing, you're going to see their imaginations and emotions come forth. And they can conceptualize new ways to look at the world and create new and vibrant viewpoints. And so we want the fives of the four rings to recognize that you bring a new level of creativity because of your intellect and your emotional world that most people could never venture into. Now, if you're a five with a six wing, uh, they are both highly intellectual and cerebral. So the fives want to master a certain field, but the sixes desire clarity results. They want to do research and problem solving. And so these are kind of the problem solvers in the world, and they thrive on dissecting problems, analyzing them and finding a solution through their own research and intellectual power. And so this subtype can kind of start to struggle with those in, they're in relationship with if they're so focused on the problems and what could happen. At the same time, we absolutely need the problem solvers in our life. You know, right now in the uh, coronavirus epidemic, oh my goodness, we have so many problems that one, we don't even know how to address the ones that are right in front of us, let alone the ones that could happen. And this subtype is going to be excellent at seeing what could happen and how to uh, problem solve those. So the, these two subtypes are phenomenal at the areas that they are good at if they're at their healthiest place. 
Now, another way to understand when you're healthy and growing or when you're under stress, so another rumble strip that we can set up in our own internal world is called the Enneagram paths. These are the two paths that you can take under stress and growth. And for the five, you have lines that connect with seven and eight. And when a type five is under stress, they're going to take on some of the attributes of the average to unhealthy parts of seven. Again, they don't become a seven. They take on some of these attributes. So a type five, when they are stressed, they can take on the parts of seven where their mind starts racing and become scattered, restless, um, hyperactive. And they can also overbook their schedule with all these fun and stimulating experiences. And so the type five can actually look a little bit more hyper uh, when they're actually stressed because they have so many new ideas and impulses that they want to move into immediately. Um, And so they can take on new projects impulsively and they can become actually unfocused and distracted with all these new possibilities. See, Normally, fives are the observers of the world and can remain really focused in their minds. But when they're under stress, they get more of the scatteredness and they can become uh, cynical and more jaded in their thinking. Now, when they're growing, they can move in the line towards the healthy parts of eight. Now, when the fives are at this place and they're growing, now this is super hard for all of us. Our growth path is hard. But when the fives are starting to rest in Christ and the Holy Spirit enabling them to transform and grow, the five is going to be more self-confident, assertive, and decisive. They're going to be more active in their own body. Because see, the fives really live in their mind. That's their fortress. And it can kind of feel like to them, like anything below the neck is not as important. And so they just really want to absorb knowledge. But when they're healthy, they recognize that they need to be active with their body. It could be going for a swim, a walk, a bike ride, whatever it is to be active. This helps their mind connect with the emotions and their gut instincts. And so it helps everything to kind of flow more naturally. And then they're going to trust their instincts more, become bolder and quicker to take action. These are really great things because the mind of a five is saying, but what if I don't have all of the knowledge? And so they become more reserved. But here at a healthy place of eight, they recognize, you know what? There is an endless amount of knowledge. I'll never obtain it. I will try (laughs) because they probably will but I'm going to take action. I'm going to take what I have and I'm going to move forward. Now, some of the relationship issues that fives might find themselves in is that when others are frequently intruding on their space, they're going to want to have a lot of privacy. So they're going to put up some boundaries, restrictions, and this can make others feel that they're being rejected and not having connection with the five in their life. So for others to understand how to maybe get along with fives better is to maybe not be clingy or um, demanding things from the five, putting obligations on them to come through in very specific ways. Fives really appreciate when others are more independent, uh, can get things done, aren't needing um, for the five to come through for another person's emotional connection at a deep, deep level that there's a two-way street. But It's also really helpful to keep your conversations with fives more straightforward. A great way to think of this is bullet points. Instead of talking uh, forever on a subject, 
Keeping things brief and to the point can be really helpful. It's less exhausting for the five. And then definitely asking the five, where's your battery life? How are you doing? Uh, Are you at 5%, 10%? What's going on? Do you need some time to recharge before we do the next thing today? All of these things can really help the 5-1 feel seen and heard and understood, but also giving them that space and no one intruding on it to let them recharge for whatever length of time that is needed is a great win for the relationship. And then two more things that would be really beneficial is if you do ask for what they need, Um, and provide for what they need, but not in an intrusive way. Being very aware that they are private people, they like their space, so helping, but not intrusively. And then one of the biggest things to really understand is that fives are very private people. You need to keep your conversations that you have with fives in utter confidence, um, that you're not sharing it with others, that they know that you're a place and a person that they can trust in. So these are really good things in knowing how to move towards your five. But things that could activate the five into conflict is when you give them overwhelming tasks, you break confidentiality, or you have some dishonesty in your relationship with them. When you surprise them, intrude on their space, that you have placed um, more and more obligations on them, where they feel almost like they're suffocating, they can't get away and have their own space and autonomy. And the lack of the ability to recharge to process their thoughts and emotions can lead to Um, conflict. What you'll see in their behavior when they have been activated is first and foremost, you'll see a lot of fives withdraw and become quiet, or they could become angry and enraged if others are kind of cornering them and not respecting their boundaries. They also could detach and isolate themselves from showing their emotions, getting engaged with other people, They also can detach and observe their surroundings, um, and then they process what's going on later instead of processing it with you in the moment. And they can actually come across uh, intellectually arrogant because they really are very mindful of lots of um, scenarios. They have lots of wisdom and knowledge to pull from. They kind of have a filing cabinet in their brain. They just kind of pull from it and they can kind of use that in a way that can kind of harm others if they've been activated. But for the fives, a way that you guys can grow is to really learn how to express your feelings more during the conflict, um, express your thoughts, your feelings, your observations to let others know where you're coming from. Um, But to do it in a way that's gentle that it allows others to it to land on them instead of it being just intellectual, allowing the emotions to come in with it so people can see and feel that relational connection that's really important. Um, and then for fives, a, a really helpful thing for you is to start to learn what it's like for nonverbal cues. A lot of people are going to give you clues to how they're doing, if they're happy, sad, frustrated, angry with you. But if you're so detached, you may not actually notice it, which can spiral the relationship out of control um, until you kind of wake up to what's going on. So if the other person is upset or disheartened or whatever it is, start to recognize these clues that they're giving to you. 
Now, for those that are in relationship with a five, whether it's your mom, your sibling, your coworker, your friend, whatever the person is, there are some really prime opportunities for you to affirm them. When you see the fives in your life, allow themselves to need others and express their needs to others. That is an excellent time to affirm them. And when they connect with others and express their feelings and trust that God will replenish their empty internal reservoir, that is a fabulous time to say, I know that is not easy for you. And I recognize it. And that is just I'm so thankful and I'm so proud of you. But also when they assert themselves with confidence, there's so many times fives feel that they need more information before they start to do something. But it's so great when they realize I have enough information to take the first step and the second step and so on and so forth. So when you see them asserting themselves, that's going to be so good to do. And fives at their best, man, they bring together a wide range of knowledge and then pioneer new ways of doing things that can bless others. They're also going to remain extremely observant, perceptive, alert, and curious, and bring powerful insights to any topic at hand. They'll also use their amazing ability to stay focused and become engrossed in learning, but then they're going to interact with people more, knowing Christ will fill them up and give them the energy, the insights, and the observation to move on the behalf of others. So fives, we can't wait to be a part of how you reflect God at your best. When you are resting in who you are in Christ, you will start to see yourself grow, which will not only help you to feel replenished inside, but as you feel replenished, you will then connect with others more. Now, of course, there's always this balance, right? So needing time alone to process your thoughts and feelings, and then connecting with others and to bless them. But as you know, and grow, you will see this happen more and more. And we can't wait to be a part of that. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, basics on type five. If you want to know more about your type type fives, check out my Exploring You course where I break down your personality into five coaching sessions. And you can do this all online. You have a lifetime access. And what it does is it accelerates your own growth and understanding so that you can experience transformation that lasts a long, long time. All right. Until the next time, we'll see you guys later. 